everyone. Welcome to another edition of the My Nights Are Booked podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Beth Pollock, and today we're going to be talking passion flicks. Specifically, we're going to be talking about resisting roots because that is all I can think about right now. I think I had mentioned to you last week that I was about to read the book. I hadn't read it for some crazy reason. And as expected, I finished the book in a couple of hours because it's one of those books you cannot put down. And um, if I'm being honest with you, I've already read the second book too. What an incredible series. So Audrey Carlin is the author. It's the Lotus House series, and there's a whole bunch of books, and it's it's an interconnected universe tied to yoga, which I think is fantastic. And the first movie, the first book is being made into a movie on passion flicks. And so this was just announced. Uh, they had optioned the rights to the book a while ago, and now the book is, is in production. The movie is in production. And uh, if you happen to be on social media, so just for for whatever it's worth today that I'm recording this, it's uh, Wednesday, December 8th. And uh, if you check your social media today, there was a, a post from Passion Flicks and it's a behind the scenes shot of one of the stars of the movie, uh, Lou Ferrigno Jr. And uh, he plays Trent, the, the male lead in the movie. And uh, he's a baseball player. And Lou Ferrigno is taking batting practice, and they filmed it, and it's amazing. So you definitely want to check that out. And honestly, seeing that makes me even more excited for this movie for a number of reasons, um, which we'll get into in a little bit. First off, though, I do want to talk a little bit about uh, just how amazing and it's it's like a gift. It's like Christmas every day when I think about what Passion Flix is doing. And, you know, as you all know, I'm a huge fan, huge supporter of, of what Tosca and her team are doing. But it's so incredible to think that they're able to do so much. And, and I know I've said this before, and I, I feel that it just needs to be said over and over again, because when you have an understanding of how the entertainment industry works, it's so unusual for a production company to be able to be so prolific and to make so many movies. And, you know, I know people will point to last year and say, well, they didn't do a lot last year. And, and honestly, the fact they were able to do so much last year is is a miracle. It's it's nothing short of a miracle. And the fact that they're able to, to jump back into things and they've been so prolific in 2021 is incredible. And, you know, I there's there's a lot of stuff that's happening behind the scenes right now with uh you know with the pandemic and and covid rules those aren't going away so you know if 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 you're someone who's like you know I don't understand what the big deal is the big deal is that these rules are not going away anytime soon especially with all the variants and so it makes it really difficult for production companies because there's so much writing on this i mean you have to think about the insurance the protecting the cast protecting the crew securing locations, making sure the locations are safe. It's just, it's not an easy thing to do. It's its like trying to juggle a bunch of balls at the same time while jumping on a trampoline that's on the bed of a moving truck. I mean, it really, it's its trying to, to keep all of those things in place is just, it's insane. And the fact that Tosca is doing it so well, just, you know, it, it's a testament to to her, to her work ethic, and to the work that's being done at Passion Flicks. So I just want to acknowledge that, and I just want to acknowledge just how grateful I am as a fan that this is happening, because these movies are 
there's something, you know, I, I think it's, it's true for so many passionistas out there that these movies are something that's kind of helped everybody cope with everything that's going on in the world. So being able to, to go somewhere where, you know, you know, the stories, you don't have to worry about how a movie ends, you know, it's one of the reasons I love Hallmark movies, just because, you know, you don't have to worry about what's going to happen. You know what's going to happen. It's going to be a happy ending. You don't know what the story is going to be, but you know the movie is going to have a happy ending. With passion flicks, you know that the you know what the source material is, so you know what the movie is going to be like. So if you liked the book, you're going to love the movie, and that's just what people need right now. So it's just great. And honestly, now that I'm I'm looking at resisting roots, and now that I've read the book. Oh my God! I can't even tell you how excited I am for this movie. It's uh, it, it's just it's such a great movie. I mean, I'm I don't I've never done yoga before. I'm I'm very familiar with it for a variety of reasons, but I've I've never done it personally. And now, like, I will not lie. I kind of want to go do some yoga just because it seems like it would be really helpful in a number of ways. But what a great way to, to build this story. You know, this is the first book in the, in the Lotus house series. And, um, you know, what, what Audrey Carlin does is create this world of, of these friends who are working together and, and, you know, they have all of these connections and, and through their connections, there are new people to meet. And that's kind of how this story all comes about. So in a nutshell, you have, uh, you have Genevieve who is played by Elizabeth Posey and she is raising her brother and sister after their parents were tragically killed in a car accident. And uh, you have this, you have Genevieve trying to kind of do a bunch of things at the same time to support her family. They live in Berkeley. They live in their parents' house. They're struggling financially, but they're, they're eking by. And, you know, Genevieve doesn't want to have to sell the house because it's where they're, you know, where they were born, where their memories are. And so she's doing everything she can. She was going to cosmetology school and she was almost done. So, um, you know, when the accident happened, she had to put her dreams of, of being a cosmetologist on hold so that she can, you know, make money. So she does haircuts and styles out of her garage, but she also does yoga lessons. And then you have uh, you have Trent Fox, who's played by Lou Ferrigno Jr., and he's a baseball player, a star baseball player, one of the best hitters anybody's seen. And when he gets hurt, he gets a, a hamstring injury. He gets hurt, and he is in a precarious situation because when when athletes get hurt, it it does a lot to their psychology. We'll get into that in a minute. But uh, part of his recovery is that his trainers say you need to go do yoga to help with flexibility and getting back into back into shape if, if he wants to play baseball again. So against his better judgment, he goes and he books these he books some sessions at the Lotus House yoga facility. And that's where he meets Genevieve. And as soon as he meets her, he falls in love with her and books private lessons, which she loves because she needs the money. He thinks that she could just be another one of his conquests. What he doesn't realize is that she has a lot going on and he starts to, the more he gets to know her, you know, she, he doesn't understand why she's pushing away from him until she, until he realizes, you know, what her circumstances are. And so it's, it's a really creative story because you have someone who is, you know, so driven to, to protect her family and protect all of the things that are important to her. And then to have, uh, you know, to have Trent, who's someone who has so much money, he doesn't know what to do with it. And, you know, he can't 
he can't understand what she's going through until he finds himself in the middle of it. You know, her, her little brother, Rowan is a star baseball player in his own right in high school. And he's, you know, he's trying to, um, you know, he's, he's perilously close to giving up on his own dreams so that he can help support the family. And little Mary is, is not, I, I don't want to say blissfully unaware of everything that's happening, but she, you know, that she knows that things are different. And so when Trent realizes what's going on, he finds himself wanting to help. And it's something that he's not used to. So it's an, it's a journey for both of them to, to find themselves in a place where she will accept help and accept Trent for who he is. And he'll accept her and, and want to change his ways so that he can be someone that she wants to be around her family. So it's, it's an absolutely beautiful story. And I think the casting on this one is, is so phenomenal. Uh, so we have Lou Ferrigno Jr. playing Trent Fox. We have Elizabeth Posey playing Genevieve. Uh, Joseph Curtis Callender is going to be playing Ross, who's Trent's agent. Clayton, uh, Trent's trainer, is going to be played by Matt Mercurio. And then this is where it gets interesting, because like I said, Lotus House is a series, and Resisting Roots is the first book in the series. The next book in the series is called Sacred Serenity, and the hero and heroine of uh, of that story are Genevieve's friend Amber, and uh, Amber is played in Resisting Roots by Kim Sandwich, and uh, the tantric yoga instructor, uh, whose name is Dash, and he's just as dashing and handsome as you can imagine, and he's going to be played by Nelson Estevez. Now, both Amber and Dash have a huge role in Resisting Roots. But there's something very exciting about the fact that they now exist so that if Passion Flicks were to option the next book in the series, we know what they would look like. And I think that's a really intriguing thing. And this is something that we could potentially see with with Kristen Proby's books, um, certainly with, uh, you know, with with other authors that uh, have been optioned, whose works have been authored optioned by passion flicks. So I think it's, it's really fascinating. I, as soon as I finished resisting roots, I just went right into sacred serenity and loved it. And so now I'm kind of obsessed with the idea of getting this movie made because my God, it's just, it's so good. And now I kind of hinted that, uh, this movie is, it's got a lot of personal connections to me. And, and part of that, I think, um, as some of you may know, uh, before I became a writer full time, I was an assistant athletic director for academics at the University of San Diego. And my role was handling all of the academic services for the student athletes. There were about 450 student athletes. And um, when I started in the position, I had barely graduated college myself, but I was a tutor for the program. And so then I, I started, I was a coordinator for a while and then was promoted to assistant athletic director. And over time I went from work, I worked with every team. There were 16 teams. And I, you know, one, when I started out, I was just working with a football team, which is about a hundred guys. And, uh, then at one point I was working with everybody, but football, which was 350 students. And by the time I left, I was the most senior academic counselor on staff. So I only worked with men's and women's basketball and volleyball. Um, But over my time, I worked with 
all of the teams. And uh, I had a very, very close relationship with our baseball team. Uh, USD baseball is is known very widely, especially you know in the the 2000s and early 2010s. Um, the baseball team was was very well known, and we had some very popular, uh, very talented student athletes come out of the program. Brian Mattis, who was uh, one of the top picks in the draft in 2000, uh, 2009, I think. Uh, he was one of one of my students, uh, Chris Bryant, who plays for the the San Francisco Giants right now, and and might is a free agent, might end up somewhere else. Hopefully, he's coming to San Diego. That would be fantastic. Uh, he was another one of my student athletes, and uh, but baseball, I oh my god, I love baseball. I, I grew, I played t ball, and uh, I I played baseball as a kid. I I didn't play softball. I played baseball. I was on an all boy team. And um, so baseball is something that's very near and dear to my heart. But the reason that this story stands out to me so much is that, you know, when you, you might initially think like, why would you send a baseball player to go do yoga? One of the things that's intriguing to me, and this is what makes me laugh about the story in general, is that our baseball coach at the time, Rich Hill, uh, who just recently moved to uh, Hawaii, he's the head coach at Hawaii now. But um, he was at USD for, God, almost 20 years. But Rich Hill was the kind of guy who would go surfing in the morning and do yoga and paddle boarding and all of that stuff throughout the week. He understood the value of yoga. And so he started having the whole team as part of their weekly workouts practice yoga a couple times a week, especially in the off season. And the idea was, is that it would help with flexibility. It would help with, you know, staying rooted and not, you know, baseball players are, are one of the things I I'll preface this by saying one of the things that I noticed in doing the job for 10 years is that each sport has its own stressors and it has its own level of stress that impacts student athletes differently. So swimmers, were actually one of the toughest group to work with. Not, I loved my swimmers, but they were some of the, the most stressed out people that I've ever met in my entire life. The volleyball players were very laid back. They were having a great time and they were, you know, a top 16 team. So it was amazing to see, you know, see them work so well under pressure. Uh, basketball has very different needs than football, for example. And then, you know, cross country, they're kind of off doing their own thing. So it's, it's very, very interesting. Oh my God. And then just the last... My tennis players, oh my God, they were mostly, tennis was mostly international students. So I had the kind of students, it was, it usually went one of two ways. Either they were the most laid back, chill people that you could possibly deal with, or they were the most high maintenance people. And, and I mean that in a good way. Um, one, <laughs> one of my favorite student athletes ever came into my office uh, very early on in her career and told me that she was going to be triple majoring and possibly double minoring in her four years at the school. And I said, well, that's, that's ambitious. And darn it, if she didn't, she didn't triple major, but she came very, very close and double majored and double minored. So very ambitious people. But the thing that was so interesting about the baseball players, you know, and baseball players in general is that a lot of them have been playing the sport since they were very, very young. And in this case, because USD recruited some of the top, they had some of the top recruiting classes in the nation. What you had were these people who were under extraordinary stress because they had to perform at a very high level 
while also attending a very academically rigorous school. And so the yoga was a godsend for these guys. And at first, I remember when they first did it and everybody would kind of snicker and laugh and think it was funny that they had their yoga mats and their, you know, their bottles of water. And then they went in and they, they were doing the, the hot yoga. Like it would be bazillion degrees in the yoga room. And I knew this because my office was above them. And so you could kind of get a whiff of what was going on. And it wasn't the most pleasant whiff that you wanted coming in from the, the window, but, uh, you know, we, we survived, but, uh, the point is, is that once they learned what it was about, they bought into it. And so every year as the new freshmen would come in and they thought it was, you know, kind of silly or, you know, crazy, the older guys were like, yeah, just wait until you start doing it. And then they would start doing it on their own. And pretty soon they were taking classes outside of the, the, the prescribed program that they were doing as part of their training and they were doing extra yoga. And then pretty soon the basketball team was doing yoga, which if you want to imagine, six foot 11 guys doing yoga. It was the funniest thing you could ever see in your life, but it worked and they swore by it. So long story short, too late. Um, I really, I love the idea of, of seeing Trent in action because this story is very true to life. If you understand that aspect of, of being an athlete and working in these, you know, in these conditions. And, and in his case, he's recovering from an injury where if he doesn't do enough work, you know, even the, the, the workouts that he's doing with Clayton, they won't be as successful if he doesn't find a way to, to improve his flexibility and improve his strength. And yoga is one of the best ways to do that. So it's a fascinating thing to see. And, um, after seeing that clip behind the scenes clip, oh my goodness, I am, I'm ready to, to see it. I think it's, it's so exciting to think that, that, uh, that this cast is so well put together, but again, it's not a surprise because passion flicks does an amazing job when it comes to casting. And I, like I said, I really hope that this is, this is the beginning of a series because it would make an amazing series. And I think it would be really fun to be able to watch these characters evolve because they all play and they all factor into things and they all, you know, you see Genevieve and Trent in the second story, and I'm sure they'll be in the third story and the fourth story. I haven't gotten there yet, but I plan to get there very soon. So, so yeah, hopefully you're excited about this because I'm excited about this and I would love to hear what you think about this movie. And, um, hopefully we'll get some members of the cast on, uh, the podcast in the future, but, uh, but yeah, I would love to, to know what you think of this movie. Have you read the book? Have you, are you waiting to read the book? What do you think about the casting choices? You know, just tell me everything. Send me, send me your, your thoughts and opinions. You can hit me up on Twitter at Sarah Beth Pollock or you can uh, leave a message wherever you get your podcast. We just got approved for Apple Podcasts. So uh, you can find the podcast on Apple. You can find it on Spotify. You can find it on Google Podcasts. It's it's all over the place. So um, make sure you're leaving a review and subscribing to the podcast so I can make sure that I can keep bringing this to you on a regular basis. So with that, I want to thank you for your support. Thank you for listening. And I can't wait to hear what you think about, about resisting roots and uh, this incredible movie that Passion Flix is bringing to life. So I look forward to hearing from you and we will talk soon. Thanks so much, everybody.